Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jola Speaks um, podcast broadcast on whatever medium of women listening to me today. Today is Friday. Thank God for this week and everything we do give thanks. We're still discussing David. I still have stones, smooth stones that I picked up from my garden today. They are much smaller than the stones that David used to kill Goliath, but it's interesting that when, when I was even picking the stones, you know, there are a lot of rough stones asking for the smooth ones to so really just think through how powerful these things could be, right? But we do not know. Right. Um, it looks so ordinary, but they're quite powerful, especially when, you know, used alongside things that will really showcase their power. For example, a sling with the right velocity. One of these stones, bigger, obviously bigger, hit to Gola's head, sunk into his skull and landed him on the floor. So let's continue from where we're discussing. Yesterday we discussed, you know, going against the norm. Today we're going to discuss... An interesting one I've titled Shining Your Light and Acknowledging God. Yes, there's the point of shining light, but I think I want to British a lot more on glorifying God in heaven. That's the reason why we shine our light. So I'm going to be comparing David and Joseph in the Bible at the point where you know they were about to break out that you know, major fight, for example, for um, David, or where Joseph was about to interpret the king's dream. So the point of visibility, the point of exposure for them, where they indeed shined their lights, you know, for the world to see. I want to remind us of Matthew 5, 16. That's one of my best scriptures, you know. I start from verses um, 14, but 16 is so powerful. So I'm going to read it first and why we should shine our light, and then now discuss David and um, Joseph. And I pray the Holy Spirit gives me the utterance to deliver this message as it's put in my heart. And also to speak through me as well. In whatever area, whatever things that you are looking through or facing, that I've used as a vessel to speak his word to you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I read from Matthew 5, verses 14 to 16. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden and will not be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, we all we, we know that we should shine our light, but I like that last line, so that they may see your good works. And what do they do? Glorify your Father in heaven. So in the end, you shining your light, I shining my light. The purpose is that people see the works, the light that you have shined, and glorify God in heaven. Glorify our works can only be God. It's not about you or me. We are used as a vessel. It's about glorifying God in heaven, bringing people back to the fold, right? And in general, preaching to people that, oh, wow, for you to be able to do these great works, clearly you must have a God that you serve that is shine that is literally using you as a vessel. Exactly what shining our light is. Um, and so obviously shining our light means we are doing excellently, doing all that we have to do excellently well, shining literally shining, shining itself. 
Now, I'm going to be speaking on David and Joseph. So I want to read 1 Samuel 17 verses 37 and verses 45 to 47. And I also now just read, you know, Joseph. Um, that's read the read the Genesis on the story of Joseph and the time where he went to meet Pharaoh, <laughs> uh, where he was trying his life. So now this is the battle that we all know, the most famous battle of David and Goliath. Now this is where David went to Saul, and he says in verse thirty-seven of First Samuel seventeen in the NIV version, he says, "The Lord who rescued me from the paws of the lion and the paw of the bear, who rescued me from the hand of the Philistine." And so just to say this, it was very clear that David knew it was not by my power. I am going to shine my light, do this works, but it's not, it's not about me. It's not about my power that's given to me. It's God literally delivering me from the hands of this blood and bear. He will deliver me today from this Philistine. When I go down to verses 45, it says, David saw the Philistine, you come against me with the sword and the spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head this very day. And I will give your carcasses of the Philistine animals to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or by spirit that the Lord saves. It's not by armor or by wearing the helmets or the norms of a place. I'm just, you know, rephrasing. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hearts. And so we are looking at here. David is shining his light, glaringly, like we all should do. But it's not about him. It's not about us. It's about glorifying God in heaven. Because through this war, the Philistines knew what? That there is one God. And that God of Israel is indeed God. That was the purpose of shining delight. It was about God, glorifying God, acknowledging God in heaven, not about us. We are the vessels. Now let's just go to uh, Genesis. I read this um, verses three, four months ago when I was going through the story of Joseph in the Bible. So I'm going to read Genesis 41, verses 15 and 16. This is when Joseph went to speak to Pharaoh. And I read from verses 15 because that gives more context. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had the dream and no one can interpret it for me. But I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. This was Joseph's reply. I cannot do it. It's not by my power or by my might. It's not by me. He said, I cannot do it. Joseph replied to Pharaoh. But God will give Pharaoh the answer he so desires. Which means that I am going to shine my light when it's not about me. This thing you're asking me to do, I cannot do it. I have to acknowledge God in heaven. He is the one that can and will do it. And so at this point, both cases, both Joseph and David were facing mountains that were bigger than them. And they, are, they knew they were bigger than them. Because a lot of times we think, oh, how do we overcome this mountain? We feel, okay, we can still overcome it. Well, we can, right? But they had already seen it, seen, seen what was ahead of them. When there was only God that could deliver them. Nobody else, not their power, not their might, not their abilities. No. He needed God to breathe on them. God to deliver them through whatever way or route he uses for those obstacles. 
whether it was interpreting a king's dream, whether it was fighting a diamond. It was God that was doing it. And so it was very obvious that Imoke today acknowledged God. Because they knew it's not it can't be me. Is that how? Where? It's not me. It is definitely God doing this. And so they were bold enough to have breath to shine their light, knowing that it's God that is doing it. Knowing that God will take the glory. It is not about them. It is about God. And so it's very interesting to just be reminded about these two distinct examples in the Bible. David and Joseph, point of their shining, they acknowledge that it was God that when they would have shined. Not their works, their abilities. David obviously clearly knew how to use his experience and he had killed lions and bears, right? But he also knew that it was God that delivered them, delivered those animals to, to him. Whenever when he rose against the Goliath, he was even the name of the Lord because it was it was God that would do it. And Joseph, Joseph was clearly intelligent. Clearly knew how to interpret dreams, but that gift he knew was from God. And so he was acknowledging God in that point that you, Lord, you take the glory. You take the glory. I acknowledge you in this. It is not by my power, but by my right, but by you, Lord. And so today, as I <laughs> move these stones in my hand, I find them very interesting just holding them, right? Um, how are we acknowledging God in our points of shining? How? Are we? Is the question. Do we think that those areas, you know, you shouldn't be acknowledging God then? How do you think? How do I think? Right? Because where God was acknowledged here was not in the church. No. In Joseph's case, it was before the king of Egypt, Pharaoh. So it was it, it was before a society, the government. In David's case, it was a war phone. It was a, a life-defining experience. Because if they had lost that battle, the Israelites would have been succumbed to this instance. Another area of high importance, a very high stakes, you know, area where stakes were high. You could not miss it. You could not lose it. Yes, they were brave and bold to do that. They knew they would do it in their own strength. But they also acknowledge God at those very points. How are we doing it? How are we doing it? It's a food for thought, a question I need to ask ourselves. What are we doing in those situations? Are we, you know, saying, God, you are the one that does this, do it. Are we saying, you know what, I still have to show it my power. Well, we all know that it is not. It's a food for thought. And it's God that would help us and guide us. And in those situations, that his name is glorified. That when people see the good works, the shining, the points of shining your light, they know that ah, this cannot be just this guy. It's not humanly even possible. Because these two guys, Joseph and David, did the extraordinary in both situations. And they did the extraordinary because they took God's strategy. They followed God. They listened to God. They followed his direction. And so... In our various shinings, in our various areas we are working, whatever we are doing, just remember that it is God that will do the impossible in our minds. It is God. Now, at the point of shining, the enemy will shine that the world will say, ah, this work is so great that indeed, definitely, it is God that must have brought it through us. At the end, his name must be glorified. Let's shine our lights. 
and follow God's leading. So that people come to God, come to the fold because of the works they have seen through us as God shines and walks through us. So thank you for listening to me today. Go ahead and shine your light. But remember the why is to glorify God in heaven. As Matthew 5, 16 verse 10 says, that people, like, think about glorify God in heaven when the dreams came out. John clearly knew there was God. He was obviously fighting him, but he knew that therefore God must be on this guy. He cannot have done it himself. That is what I'm saying is the shining. No situation whereby it's so extraordinary that you know that this is not me. Those areas, remember to acknowledge God in heaven. So people glorify God when they see the wonderful works. If I, if I already know that it's not you, they know that uh, it cannot be you. How? How? Where? They know it cannot be me. They know that uh, this happened. We know. It's not humanly possible, but God has done extraordinary through us as we shine his light. So, food for thought, we always remember in whatever area we're doing things, ask, how do we shine our lights? That people glorify God in heaven. That is the why we shine our lights. But God help us. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. And I love you. Bye.